the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Federal appeals court has ruled that a lower court judge wrongly blocked the implementation of North Carolina's latest voter voter identification law with her legal injunction last year. Wednesday's unanimous opinion by a panel of the Fourth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals determined District Judge Loretta Biggs erred by declaring the 2018 requirement was tainted by racial bias, largely because a previous voter ID law had been struck down on similar grounds. Both were approved by the Republican-controlled legislature in North Carolina. The opinion doesn't mean the voter ID requirement can be carried out now because an injunction is still in place in state court. On Wall Street, the Dow by 59 points. The Nasdaq, however, dropped five. The S&P up by six. Oil up to 45.28 a barrel. More details at SRNNews.com. Hello, I'm Mo Ansari, host of Market Wrap and president of Compaq Asset Management. What a difference a day makes in these markets. But will you be on the right side from one day to the next? Market volatility is the time when you need to remain the most rational about your investment decisions. Yet it is the time when investors become the most emotional and often make devastating choices. So if you need some help, dial pound 250 on your cell phone, use the keyword TALK to Mo and ask for your free report on coping with market volatility. You can also make an appointment to meet with me for a free portfolio review. Again, from your cell phone, Dial pound 250, talk to Mo, and get your free report, Coping with Market Volatility. Ask for your free portfolio review also. Compact Asset Management is a registered investment advisor. Funds custodian, Fidelity Institutional Wealth Services, member FINRA, SIPC. As a KFAX fan club member, you could have your mortgage or rent paid for an entire year. It's the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes. To enter, go to KFAX.com and click on the Christmas Mortgage Miracle or tap the KFAX mobile app and enter to win the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes. Imagine how much easier life would be if your mortgage or rent were paid for an entire year. Enter for your chance to win at KFAX.com. The Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes is Sponsored by Purpose Funding. Save up to $750 per month on your mortgage. Skip up to two months of mortgage payments and close in as little as 21 days. Call 866-577-FUND and enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes. You could have your mortgage or rent paid for an entire year. Go to KFAX.com or tap the KFAX mobile app. That's KFAX.com. No purchase necessary to win. Some restrictions apply. Complete contest rules at KFAX.com. What if the music stopped? If the familiar voices were silenced? If there were no breaking news updates? What if your companion and connection to your community came with a monthly fee? Don't worry, we're free local radio with you wherever you go. Celebrating 100 years and looking forward to the next 100. We are broadcasters. Text radio to 52886 and let Congress know you depend on your local TV and radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Are you a stock or options trader looking for real trading strategies that you can use immediately? Hi, my name is Scott Bauer, CEO of Prosper Trading Academy, and I'm on a mission to become the number one options coach in America. I'm a former vice president at Goldman Sachs. I have over 25 years of options trading experience. And right now, I'm giving away my most famous options guide with over 20 unique options strategies that I use every day for free. You can't buy this guide anywhere. To claim your free options trading guide, simply call 855-892-2307 now and mention my name, Scott Bauer, and we will rush you the guide. Call 855-892-2307 and someone from my options team will help you get this guide in your inbox as quickly as possible. Call 855-892-2307 now and start learning to trade the right way. Call 855-892-2307. Prosper with options. Stocks and options trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors.
According to the Office of Traffic Safety, no state has more pedestrian deaths on roadways than California. Our crosswalks have become increasingly dangerous. When you're behind the wheel, be mindful of pedestrians. When walking or cycling on roadways, always stay alert. And should someone else's negligence cause you harm, call the Kavara Law Firm at 1-800-4-INJURY. They've recovered millions for their clients, and they'll review your case for free. Call 1-800-4-INJURY or click 1-800-4-INJURY.COM. Streaming now on the KFAX app and at radio.com. Portions of the following program may be transcribed. Live from Northern California, it's Lifeline with Craig Roberts. He's the host of Northern California's longest-running conservative talk show. He's a man with a message, a conservative with compassion. He's Lifeline's own Craig Roberts. Thank you, sir. Good afternoon to you. Five minutes after the hour of 5 p.m. Welcome to this Wednesday edition of Lifeline. Keeping you company for the next couple of hours, addressing issues that impact your life and your world. Of course, we'll pause every uh, 10 minutes or so, keep you abreast of traffic in and around the San Francisco Bay Area here on this Wednesday evening. So try to get you home safe and sound and uh, hopefully along the way entertain you, inform you, maybe challenge and encourage you. Um, combination of all of the above. <laughs> that's, what we're, that's what we're aiming for. Uh, quick tally. Latest numbers. The last 24 hours since we met. Another 2,810 Americans have succumbed to COVID-19. Getting serious, folks. And this disease is no respecter of persons. And um, lackadaisical attitude by some out there. Well, I won't get it. Won't won't impact me. I, I'm beyond its reach. Is a fanciful thinking may even for a time provide some sense of comfort till you get exposed. And then you get to join the statistics. And maybe you get not to be around for a grandchild's wedding, the birth of maybe a great-grandchild, all those important life events that we're supposed to be around for that we could probably be around for if we just use the brain that God gave us to protect ourselves, and protect each other. So I will repeat the advice that I shared yesterday. Don't make it political, because it isn't. Yet another study that has come out, underscoring the validity of using face masks to protect yourself and protect others. If you don't care about yourself, I'm sorry to hear that. I guess that's your right and privilege. But at least wear the face mask to demonstrate that you care about others. Because when you fail to do the one thing you demonstrate, and that is this, you could care less about others. And sad is still if you try to then purport that you are representative of the Most High, when in fact you're behaving in such a fashion to show complete disdain for him or his commandments. Wear the face mask. All right, let me turn a corner to the elections. Been a lot of disappointment. I get that. A lot of people upset. I think a dose of reality that likelihood of major events taking place because of the disproportionate balances within the Senate and the House will prevent anything really far-fetched from taking place. And while there's all very valid concerns in that arena, I want to focus a bit closer to home because there's an issue at foot that while some of the monkey business in Washington, D.C. may or may not have the potentiality of impacting your own financial life, an issue of the recent election here in California almost without exception will. And sadly, most Californians saw it pass didn't even realize it, but boy, they'll know it come January of next year when it comes time to perhaps, uh, in the wake of COVID, inherit a home from a parent or grandparent. Will you be in for a surprise? It comes in the package called Proposition 19, and to tell us more about it, 
We're joined by John Kupal, who is the president of the Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association. John, thank you so much for taking time to be with us tonight. A lot of us were um, very insistent in reminding voters that Proposition 19, while it sounded fun, that there was some portability aspects to it, that you could sell a house and take your tax rate with you. Gee, wouldn't we love to have that? But that there was a more insidious, darker aspect of this, sort of lurking down below that nobody really paid any attention to. And I would imagine the $50 million poured into this by the um, real estate board uh, helped to sort of uh, hide the real truth, the real danger behind the passage of Proposition 19. Tell us exactly what it is and what is the terrible surprise waiting for taxpayers come February of next year? Well, first of all, Craig, thank you for having me on the program. Yes, the passage of Proposition 19 was a big disappointment. And you just alluded to, you know, a lot of people being uh, disappointed with the election results overall. Uh, Maybe it's because I'm a little bit of an optimist, but I saw uh, California take two of the congressional seats back. I saw the uh, good work of California's own Kevin McCarthy uh, really defy expectations in making significant gains in Congress. Uh, Here in California, as you say, closer to home, uh, we saw uh, what was our number one priority, which was the defeat of Proposition 15. That was the infamous split role initiative. That was a direct attack on Proposition 13 which, as you probably know, the defense of Proposition 13 is the Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association number one priority. We also saw a rejection of the legislature's attempt to outlaw the gig economy, um, uh, a well-financed campaign by by, uh, Lyft and Uber. That was a good surprise. And also the rejection of rent control. So... uh, you know, perhaps I'm uh, perhaps I'm too optimistic, but but I saw some very good things coming out of this this election, and I think I think whether one is a Republican or Democrat, we saw um, a rejection of some of the status quo. Regrettably, Proposition 19 did not fall into that camp uh, w- because the Howard Jarvis Taxers Association was so focused on 15. We did not have the resources that I wish we had had to def- to counter Proposition 19 that was the primary sponsor of which was the California Association of Realtors. And before you think that I'm dumping on realtors, understand that many local realtor boards were also opposed to Proposition 19, so there was dissension in the ranks about this. So cutting to the chase, um, Proposition 13... Uh, your property is reassessed to full market value generally when it changes hands. So when you sell your home, uh, the new home buyer gets reassessed to full market value. As long as you hold on to your property, the taxable value of your home can only go up 2% per year. Even if your property doubles in value in one year, the taxable value can only go up 2% a year. Property is reassessed to full market value when it changes hands. Back in the 80s, people realized a problem with this, and that is if they wanted to give property to their kids through inheritance, uh, that would be a huge surprise, a huge shock, uh, if that property was reassessed to full market value when it changes hands. So I, I won't go into all the political intrigue about how Proposition 19 got on the ballot. It's somewhat nefarious. But suffice it to say that the progressives in the legislature told the realtors that if you want the portability aspect, the ability to take your Prop 13 base with you to another county, you have to find a way to, quote, pay for it. Well, the method that they came to pay for it was the removal of this intergenerational protection, the protection of being able to transfer real estate to your children without triggering reassessment. They took that away. They took that away. And by the way, that protection was placed in the Constitution of California via Proposition 58, which was put on the ballot through unanimous vote of the California legislature back in the 80s, and it passed with California voters 
by 70, 76, 78 percent, someplace in there. So the, the ability to keep the Prop 13 base of inherited property was very much popular back in 19, uh, in the, back in the 1980s. However, that got lost in the noise of this election cycle. We tried to kind of uh, uh, ring the warning alarm, uh, but it was not enough. We were outspent, I would say, probably 200 to 1, again, because we were so focused on Proposition 15. But this was a significant loss to those families who wanted to avoid what is essentially a death tax uh, in the passage of real estate to their children or grandchildren. And so, significant because there's been so much that has been done in terms of uh, trying to increase uh, protections for inheritance. I think the, the cap today is a little over $11 million in assets that can be transferred upon death without any tax exposure. And that still is the case at the federal and state level. But what you're talking about is an impact for real estate property taxes, which means if grandma passes away and she wants to pass her home on to her grandson heretofore she could pass that home that maybe was bought back in the 50s for you know fifteen twenty thousand dollars today is worth a cool million dollars she would have prior to the passage of this been able to pass that house along along with the tax base and so that child could then enjoy the benefit of owning that home renting that home out and not have to worry about a sudden reevaluation to current market value which in most cases will take property taxes if you were paying, say, on a home worth, uh, make up a number, $250,000. Originally, that maybe paid five, $6,000 per year in property taxes, now reevaluated at a cool million dollars. By the time you're done with property taxes, bond measures, add-ons, and everything else, you're upwards of $16,000, $22,000 a year, which in some cases is almost equal to the amount of money you could get rent out of a piece of property property, basically saying that the, the value of holding that real estate has now been completely negated by Proposition 19. Yes, and not only that, but if it's a, a, a rental property, and we're not talking about big apartment complexes of three or four hundred units, because those are owned by corporations and, and, and uh, they get reassessed you know, when they change hands. What we're talking about is uh, apartment owners who have maybe four units or six units, and they have they have crafted their estate planning to be able to give their kids or grandchildren an income stream in rental property without triggering reassessment. But by virtue of the passage of Proposition 19, guess who's the loser in this? The renters, because if the, because when the passage because when the property is reassessed. The, the children or grandchildren, should they decide to keep the property, are going to have to charge higher rents. And even if they don't, if it's sold, then it's still going to be reassessed. So this was, you know, uh, uh, regrettably, this was an extremely deceptive campaign uh, by the California Association of Realtors. And by the way, many of them are my friends, and it's a legitimate business, but, but this was an effort to quite frankly churn real estate sales and it looks like they they succeeded now let me hasten to add if the child or grandchild gets the property and decides to live in the property as their primary residence defined as you you claim their the homeowner's exemption that's that 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 defines what is your residence then it won't be reassessed but heaven forbid you should get a job in some place in the uh, in the country, and you want to use that property for rental property. As soon as you use that property for rental property, then it's going to be hit with a full reassessment. So, very insidious. It's going to result. The legislative analyst uh, figured that it would be about a billion dollar property tax increase uh, over time. And again, regrettable. Um, it is in essence a death tax. It is a wealth tax. Uh, it is an estate tax, however you want to define it. Um, it. It is not good public policy. We are now, because the vote was so close, 
because the vote was so close, we're going to try to present to the California legislature a proposed constitutional amendment to resurrect Proposition 58, which was the original initiative back in the fifth in the 80s to uh, to provide this protection, and see if we can resurrect that. And if not, we will consider uh, a another initiative. Although I will I will make no promises because that is extremely expensive, and we have some other priorities that we're currently looking at. But we would like to pursue a a correction of this aspect of Proposition 19. Well, and I tell you, I'll give you all the airtime you need on this radio station to help promote that, because this is, I'm, I'm almost livid at the notion of the impact, because this goes squarely, this is not tax the wealthy, this is not a progressive California, hey, listen, they're making millions and billions of dollars, let's just stick it to them, a few million more, they won't notice the difference. No, this goes directly to the heart of middle-class Californians who may be as sad as they are at the loss of mom or dad or the loss of grandma have counted on the passage of this real estate in order to protect their family's financial legacy to now only see it pulled out from underneath them. And, you know, one of the original intents behind Proposition 13 to begin with was that as Americans, as Californians grew older and they saw their income levels drop once they left the workplace, but they saw property taxes unfettered along with bond measures continue to increase exponentially the amount of money that they were having to shell out every year, every December and and every April in property taxes meant fewer and fewer Californians could finish out their lives in the home that they started with, that they raised their family in, because the property taxes, as I suggested before, could easily go from a comfortable four or five grand a year to now all of a sudden $18,000 every year and more as bond measures get passed. So this was a way to protect the most vulnerable, our senior citizens who have worked hard, invested. It's not their fault they bought real estate in California that happened to go up uh, in value, but we certainly wish to penalize them for that. Proposition 13 protected them from that, and sadly now in the wake of Proposition 19, part of those protections to be able to pass that legacy on to a son or a daughter or a grandchild is now being ripped away. It's, it's criminal. It really is. Yes, it is. And again, I just have to get back to how deceptive the campaign was because they talked about firefighters. And, and, and <laughs> you know, there were so many little uh, little goodies in this initiative uh, because they tried to pay off all the special interest groups uh, in, in, in order to buy, uh, not not to buy peace, but to to neutralize potential opposition. And one of the, you know, some of the opposition was coming from uh, some of the public sector labor organizations, which, you know, God bless them, but, but, you know, they don't represent the interests of taxpayers in the state of California. And at the end of the day, Craig, you know, California already has the highest income tax rate in America at 13.3%. We have the highest state sales tax rate in America. We have the highest gas tax in America. And even with Prop 13, we rank uh, 20th out of 50 states in per capita property tax collections. Even with Prop 13, we are still higher than average in property taxes. So, you know, every time the progressives say we want to, you know, we just need it, it's for the kids or it's for this or that, there is a reason. And I read today, in fact, I tweeted on it today, Hewlett Packard is moving its headquarters from Silicon Valley to Houston. And that's just one of many we see every week. California is committing economic suicide in its policies like Prop 19 and a super progressive California legislature that is really, really hurting this state, which is too bad because this state could be so, so wonderful if uh, we had if we had better political leadership. Well, and sadly, they know that Californians, uh, generally speaking, have a soft spot for children. We wish to do more to to help the underprivileged and so forth. And so all they have to do is come in and say, well, we need the money for education. 
most Californians will say, well, right on, let's let's help you out there. Or the, the famous bait and switch, if we don't pass this measure, we'll be able to, we'll be forced to shut back on police and fire department. And people think about the recent California fires or they think about riots or they think about 9-11 and say, oh, well, we can't ha- ha- have that happen. And so then we agree to it when, in fact, we have a series of municipalities counties up to the state that has never lived within its means because we keep moving the line and because we allow ourselves to get duped by measures like Prop 19, we end up paying the price. This one is going to be a severe one. I want to thank John Kapal for being with us, president of the Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association, one of the few out there actually fighting for California's rights and to hope and help our citizens be able to uh, survive here. Uh, Although at this rate, with measures like this, who's to say how long that's really going to be possible? It almost seems as if they intentionally want to kind of drive us all out of the state. Just let the multi-billionaires be the ones that reside here. Now, I don't know who's going to mow their lawns, paint their houses, service their cars, do all that. I'm really not sure. Maybe they'll outsource that to another state. But in the meanwhile, this attitude of manipulating people into passing measures, stacking things inside of measures, just like they do in Washington, to confuse you. So you think you're voting for one thing, and you're actually supporting something entirely different. I mean, if you voted on behalf of Proposition 19, did you understand that the ability to maintain the tax rate that your parent or grandparent enjoyed will be pulled from you? That if you thought, gee, grandma's house is paid in full, by renting it out, that extra income can help us pay for our child's education, and then when it's our turn to retire, we can rely on that house, we can sell that house and use that for our retirement, not knowing the 11 million and 11 and a half million dollar state tax cap that doesn't impact this so just to make it clear if grandma bought a house say back in the 1970s and the effective tax rate right now is a couple of grand a year that house is now reassessed at full market value that two grand a year will be twenty grand a year, effectively negating a good percentage of any income that that house would provide. Meaning, your dream of using the income of that property to send a child to school, yeah. Well, the state of California just ripped that out from underneath you. So, you know, I agree with John. There's a lot that we can look positive to. Many of the propositions that were equally as insidious did not pass, and many of the important ones did. We did see some changes taking place in other areas. Again, I understand that there's a lot of of misery to go all around in relationship to the outcome of the election. Uh, But this is one piece of misery we haven't talked about yet. And when I saw this slide into the, as the vote count and tally continued, uh, more of the absentee ballots were counted, and we saw this uh, barely eke out a 51% approval. I thought, "Uh uh-oh, look out, folks. Hang on to your wallet, because your county tax collector is about to come after it. All of this will go into law come February of next year, and it will be a boon for local municipalities, and for the state, and for the rest of us, well, one of two things are going to happen. It's either going to fail to produce the kind of revenue that you were hoping for to accomplish the dreams that you had for your family, or if it's a rental unit, we need rent control. Rents are out of control in California. Well, this is one of the reasons why, because landlords will tack that on to the cost of rent. So, you see a big rent increase coming next year. Send a note to Sacramento and say, gee, guys, thanks a lot. Really appreciate it. 528, get a look at traffic. This report is sponsored by Merrill. South 101 Santa Clara, slow from Montague Expressway all the way to De La Cruz this afternoon. You get a short break after that before it's tied up again between 880 and Oakland Road. 
On the Altamont Pass, East 580 delays from North Flynn Road out to 205, and then eastbound 205 through Tracy, pretty much all the way to 5, uh, slow because of a crash. And then Union City, North 880, uh, that's delayed from Alvarado Boulevard to Winton. Martinez, we have a stray trash can rolling across lanes, South 680 before Waterfront. That's your traffic. I'm Brian Lawrence. When questions find you, Merrill Edge Self-Directed Investing has personalized tools and insights to help you find answers. Get started at MerrillEdge.com slash within reach. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner, and Smith Incorporated. Registered broker-dealer, member SIPC. Do you think all vitamin C's are the same? They're not. Ester C is a superior form of vitamin C. It's the only vitamin C with 24-hour immune support. And it lasts up to two times longer than regular vitamin C. So don't just settle for any vitamin C. Buy Ester C and support your immune health today. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. These last months, I think, have motivated many to reconsider what things really are important to us. Having a place to call home, a place where family feels safe and belongs, that's really important. Dream of having a home of your own? Right now might be the best time to become a homeowner. Or if you are one, switch out that higher-rate mortgage for a more affordable one. Mortgage rates remain at near-record lows, which can bring welcome relief to homeowners and encouragement to first-time homebuyers. If you're wondering how much interest you might save on a refinance or the benefits of home ownership, why not call United Faith Mortgage? United Faith Mortgage is a direct lender. This advantage often allows them to close your loan faster as well as often get you a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money. So call United Faith Mortgage today. They'll even help you out by covering your appraisal fee up to $500. UnitedFaithMortgage.com UnitedFaithMortgage.com United Mortgage Court, Melbourne, New York. NMLS number 1330. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Warren Buffett says our markets work in 10-year cycles. It's a shame we only have seven-year memories. The bad news is the last recession happened 10 years ago. What happens when the next recession comes? The Federal Reserve has manipulated rates so low, they'll now have to print tens of trillions of dollars. As they print more money, the dollar will devalue and gold will soar. My name's Adam Barada. I'm the co-owner of Advantage Gold, the highest-rated firm in the country, and the author of the national best-selling book, Gold is a Better Way. My book explains why gold is going to $5,000 over the next few years. And if you have an IRA or 401k with over $100,000, I want to send you a copy of my national bestseller for free. Text the words bestseller to 49776. That's bestseller to 49776 to claim your free book now. That's the word bestseller to 49776. Don't be a victim in the next recession. That's the word bestseller to 49776. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's largest mortgage lender. Let's talk credit card debt for a minute. If you feel you're carrying too much of it, you're not alone. The average household in the U.S. carries over $8,000 in credit card debt. Ready for some good news? With a cash-out refinance from Quicken Loans, you can quickly and easily put some of the equity in your home to good use by paying off a lot of that high-interest credit card debt. A great way to take cash out is with our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4.375%, APR 4.65%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN to learn how taking cash out with a 30-year fixed mortgage might be the right solution for you. And for a record nine years in a row, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. For J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 2.13% fee to receive this discounted rate. Offer cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. When questions find you, Merrill Edge Self-Directed Investing has personalized tools and insights to help you find answers. Get started at MerrillEdge.com slash within reach. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner, and Smith Incorporated. Registered broker-dealer, member SIPC. Here's a great thing to consider doing right now before the end of the year. Call MediShare and find out just how much you would save by switching to MediShare, the affordable alternative to health insurance. When you call, you'll get some good news and probably be very happily surprised, too. The typical family saves $500 a month, but you might save even more. It's so worth it to at least find out. 
And you'll see why more than 400,000 people are already members. MediShare is a Christian community that shared more than $4 billion in each other's health care costs. It really is remarkable, and they're very easy to talk to. And here's the thing. If you join before the end of the year, they'll waive your new member fee. That's another $170 you'll save. I'll give you the number here in a second. The call, and you'll get a price within two minutes. And again, the deadline is December 31st, so call now. You'll save even more. Call 844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE. 844-45-BIBLE. Balance of Nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. The product's super. I've heard about Balance of Nature for some time, and I just thought I'd get involved. And so when I did, I started taking it, and I saw a difference. It kind of balanced out my blood, if you will. So my doctor was pleased with that. He said, what are you doing? What's going on? And I just said, I said, well, I'm taking this extra thing called Balance of Nature. And he said, that's good. That's good. So... I admonish all people that have some type of health issue, you know, try it. It really helped my numbers, and I know the product works. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code GOLDENGATE. Christmas, a time of celebration and joy for all ages. Children especially love Christmas, but this year, in the wake of the pandemic, the fires, and economic crisis, many Bay Area families are struggling. Struggling to pay rent and utilities. Some even struggling to put food on the table. It's tragic to know that your neighbor's children might be going without this Christmas. But it doesn't have to be. The Bay Area Rescue Mission provides thousands of meals to hurting families and toys for needy children this Christmas. And your gift of $80 with a limited-time double-match grant will make sure that as many as four families have food on the table and toys for their children. Won't you please help some of these hurting families? To give your tax-deductible gift today, go to bayarearescue.org. That's bayarearescue.org. It's not only providing food, it's giving the gift of hope at Christmas. BayAreaRescue.org. This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. Members of the legacy media and the political class keep repeating the mantra, follow the science, by which they mean extended shutdowns and canceled family holidays. The problem is that epidemiology is not the only science. Economics is a science, too. While some sectors are recovering quite quickly, many people at the bottom of the income ladder are being devastated financially by this great suppression. Virology is important, but so is psychology. Loneliness, addiction, suicide are getting a big boost by lockdown mania. Follow the science should mean balancing the sciences, including the social sciences. Reasonable precautions are one thing. Broad bans against family gatherings aren't planning. They're pandemonium. Family is part of our social immune system. We dare not sacrifice it in the name of merely physical health. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu And now back to Lifeline with Craig Roberts. All right, welcome back to the conversation. 536 here on the Wednesday edition of Lifeline. And a special guest joining us, certainly no stranger to the KFAX microphones. For many years, you enjoyed his expository Bible teaching on the program Wisdom for Living. He is the senior pastor of Covenant Presbyterian Church in San Jose, Dr. Jeff Landis. Pastor, great to have you with us again. Thank you, Craig. Good to be with you. Well, times are changing, as they say, and we're all dealing with uh, new circumstances, new way of living, uh, dealing with the aftermath of the impact of COVID-19. And, uh, of course, that uh, has, has had its ripple impact all across every aspect of life. I understand for uh, for you and your spouse, it means that uh, a brand-new baby granddaughter you haven't had a chance to uh, to see yet. Congratulations. Thank you very much. We're looking forward to a trip in Phoenix to Phoenix sometime in the future to uh, 
to see her. I'm, I'm sure that'll be that'll be a thrill once it uh, once it finally happens. Uh, I, I want to kind of just um, lay bare here a challenge that you and your family have been going through because you know to the broader degree of people struggling with the issue of what's been happening with the impact of COVID-19. And more and more, we're learning of people, if not in our close family, in our extended family, that have dealt with it. Perhaps they've even, sadly, succumbed to it. It brings front and center to our minds, I think, to a great degree, the fragility of life. That while we might kind of go through day by day, you know, aware of a sense of our mortality and yet not really, and it probably isn't until we're confronted headlong by the death of a loved one or maybe a diagnosis of our own where we're suddenly having to ask ourselves the difficult questions. What does all this mean? What does it mean for me? What of my relationship with God? And, and how confident do I feel in my relationship with him as it relates to my own sense of not just mortality, but my own sense of eternity? And uh, I thought maybe we could spend a couple of moments this evening kind of walking through those kinds of questions that so many of us now in the wake of COVID-19 are beginning to ask. And then for others, and with full disclosure, um, this November, I'm sorry, this December um, marks for me, in fact, coming up in exactly uh, eight days, um, the fifth anniversary of my own cancer diagnosis and surgery uh, that uh, by the grace of God and every moment God brought me through that in many miraculous ways, but forced me to also at that juncture, uh, as I was contemplating what exactly the diagnosis meant, um, brought me full circle to, again, my own sense of, of mortality and my relationship with my Creator, um, maybe kind of an important thing for all of us to, to, to come to terms with. Um, your own family has been faced with some of these challenges. Just walk us through, if you would, uh, Pastor Landis, what all of this has meant for you and your family. Well, at the beginning of the pandemic, uh, my wife was diagnosed with uh, gum cancer and uh, it was a shock for us as I think most everyone that gets that kind of diagnosis um, we, we've we walked through uh, two surgeries and chemo and radiation treatments and uh, she has had several hospital stays um, and uh, we're, we're praising God that at this point they believe the cancer is gone praise God but the radiation treatments on someone uh, in their mouth and throat uh, create significant other complications, and she's still relearning how to uh, eat and swallow again. Uh, and this is a, a very long process and a, and a painful one. But, uh, you know, I think, I think what's really upheld us um, during this time is the, the deep conviction that God is sovereign in these things. That this was this was not a mistake, this was not a roll of the dice, but that he truly does have a plan which we don't understand, but which we're confident is one that's better than what we would have come up with. Um, and uh, we've, we've grown in our understanding of what it means to be dependent upon him, uh, it's it's easy to say you're dependent when things are going very well, <laughs> um, but it's it's when things go just fall apart that that you got to look down deep in your heart to do I really believe and, and by God's grace both of us have not wavered in that area at all. Um, we wish His plan was different, but we accept His plan as that which is best, and we've experienced such goodness from Him uh, through through this process. Um, it's painful, but at the same time, it's caused us to grow in grace, uh, to deepen our faith. Um, and and the, other, the other great blessing we've experienced through this is just the incredible love and care uh, that we've received from our church and uh, from Christian friends, um, meals, prayers, cards, uh, just that sense that we're not going through this alone, even though the pandemic can give to us that sense of uh, isolation. 
um, and our our love for Christ's church uh, has has intensified through this process as well. You know, I'm reminded of that scripture: "Lean not in unto your own understanding." Right. And how often we tend to lean on our knowledge. We have a handle on this. We've read the book. We went to Wikipedia. We we spent time on the Internet, whatever. We have a sense of confidence based on so much that we think we know. And yet Scripture tells us to not lean upon our own understanding. And I think these kinds of moments in life, it certainly was true for me in that moment when the diagnosis comes in, you first grapple with, why me, Lord? And then after a season, you begin to come to the understanding of, well, why not me? I mean, the Bible reminds us that it rains on the just and the unjust equally, right? That's but I right. think the notion of, as we go through these kinds of experiences that can be so trying, that you, you, you can be so frustrated because you can't control them. And then you struggle to find that own sense of knowledge and understanding. You find it comes up short, and then suddenly you realize that the only knowing at a moment like that that really counts, the only knowing that really matters is knowing him, that everything else you think you know <laughs> really becomes, in many respects, of no value whatsoever, or you come to quickly conclude that what you thought you know, you really didn't know. But so long as you know him, that can be the sole source that you need to rely upon to get through these kinds of experiences where they're, that are filled with so much doubt, so many questions. Yeah, I was reminded during this process, you know, I, our situation does not compare to what Job went through. But in reflecting upon Job's suffering, uh, there, there's a reminder that uh, Job he had, he had some arguments with God, but, but he also had that deep conviction that God uh, was going to bring about his restoration. And if not in this life, in the life to come, as he was confident that one day he would see his Redeemer. Um, and uh, would experience once again the blessings. Uh, none of us knows what tomorrow is going to bring, um, and none of us knows uh, what perfect plan the Lord has for us. But we do know that He loves us deeply, and we can find great confidence and comfort in in knowing Him uh, today and into the unknown future, because He always acts for the best of His people. Did you find going through this, and I know as you alluded to, with this sort of breaking at the start of the pandemic and issues of isolation that were normally we'd kind of, you know, uh, call the troops in, right? We, we get the prayer warriors going, everybody show up at the hospital or the home and, and uh, you know, pray and, and, and that, that sense of tremendous community support that helps get us through these challenging times. And yet much of that was not available to your family because of the pandemic. But did you get a sense as you've gone through this process so far that in many ways, both great and small, this has been opportunities for God to show up? In other words, to make his presence felt in one fashion or another to carry you and Donna through this? Absolutely. Um, and I'll just say, say it as a side, the, the number of times she was in the hospital, I was not allowed past the reception desk. Wow. And uh, so she was in the hospital alone, and I was home alone waiting to find out what was going on. Uh, and this is a reality for so many people today. Uh, and, and it's hard. It's hard. But you know what? What brought such comfort and encouragement to us is as word got out, uh, we began getting uh, messages and cards from people throughout the world who were praying for us and who said they were praying every day uh, for Donna's healing. And, you know, we wanted to get together with them and give them a big hug and uh, do all the things that we typically would do. That was not to be. But uh, knowing that the Lord was hearing their prayers and the Lord was responding to those prayers was, was such a great help. And, and I think it's a blessing that this happened during the pandemic, actually. Um, I, I did not go to the office. I stayed home, and I worked from my home study, and it provided for me the opportunity to uh, care for Donna uh, while doing the best I could to, to do my full-time job. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, under other circumstances, that would have been difficult. During a pandemic, no one expects the pastor to show up at their house uh, for an evening meeting. Um, and uh, there's, a, there's, there's actually greater liberty to be able to care for loved ones like this uh, during this season. So we're, we're thankful that if this is clearly was God's will, that this timing uh, was really good for us. Pastor Dr. Jeff Landis with us this evening. He, of course, is the senior pastor at Covenant Presbyterian Church in San Jose. More information on the web, by the way, about the church and Dr. Landis's ministry at Covenant OPC, think Orthodox Presbyterian Church, covenantopc.org. We'll take a brief time out. We'll return to our conversation with Dr. Jeff Landis as Lifeline continues. 549, an update on traffic. This report is sponsored by Merrill. South 101 Santa Clara slow from Montague Expressway all the way to De La Cruz this afternoon. You get a short break after that before it's tied up again between 880 and Oakland Road. On the Altamont Pass, East 580 delays from North Flynn Road out to 205 and then eastbound 205 through Tracy, pretty much all the way to 5, uh, slow because of a crash. And then Union City, North 880, uh, that's delayed from Alvarado Boulevard to Winton. Martinez, we have a stray trash can rolling across lanes, South 680, before Waterfront. That's your traffic. I'm Brian Lawrence. When questions find you, Merrill Edge Self-Directed Investing has personalized tools and insights to help you find answers. Get started at MerrillEdge.com slash within reach. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner, and Smith Incorporated. Registered broker-dealer, member SIPC. Hey, here's a common question. What are you going to do with your life? What's next? For high school students, graduates, and working adults ready to learn new skills to start a new career or enhance their career, there's Salem Career Hub. Online at SalemCareerHub.com. Prepare for the next step in your education. Get connected with top-ranked online schools and leading skills-based short-term training programs like full-stack software development from the co-founder of Apple, Steve Wozniak, to online XR programs, teaching hands-on vocational courses for HVAC, welding, plumbing, facilities management, electricians, solar, and more, all at a special reduced Salem Career Hub price. Better your life through education. Our team of education professionals are available to help you Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Central Time. Just call 866-711-6275. 866-711-6275 or visit 24/7 salemcareerhub.com. Okay, first time we read this commercial, he got one. So I had to get one. And we are both in love with this product. The glass chair mat by Vitraza. They're unbelievable. You know that junky plastic chair mat under your office chair or at home? A piece of garbage. It's the ugliest thing in your office. Vitraza glass chair mats are beautiful. Durable. Each one will support over a thousand pounds, so it'll even hold me. (laughs) They've got a lifetime warranty, and the way you feel rolling over smooth glass instead of cheap, crackly plastic, it's like working in a million-dollar office. And it's your office. We got to mention this. Shipping is absolutely free. Absolutely. Lifetime warranty, scratch resistant, stylish Vitraza glass chair mats. You can't get them at the office superstore. You got to order them direct at vitraza.com slash life. That's V as in value. I-T-R-A-Z-Z-A. Vitraza.com slash life. You'll want to remember that website. There's a discount code waiting for you for 10% off only at vitraza.com slash life. And now back to Lifeline with Craig Roberts. Back to our conversation. Pastor Dr. Jeff Land is with us, Senior Pastor at Covenant Presbyterian Church of San Jose. Information again on the web at covenantopc.org. That's covenantopc.org. We're talking a bit about, well, life in the wake of COVID-19, reevaluating those things which are important to us, getting perhaps a renewed sense of our own mortality, and then as such having to confront certain realities, realities of eternity, our relationship with God, um, not only what we think of him, but what does he think of us, and uh, most importantly, perhaps many of the lessons that can be learned that in the end, in going through tragedy, like a Job experience, that we can come out on the other side better people, richer for the experience, hopefully deeper in our walk and relationship, And also, hopefully, having the capacity to carry something that we can share with others, that out of our challenges, our defects, our pain, as we've seen God show up, 
and be so incredibly real to us that that sense of reality, that dose of reality that we could pass along to others to give others a sense of hope and hopefully lead them to the to the altar. Uh, Dr. Landis, I'm curious, you know, in, in your role as a pastor, uh, people come to church, at least at normal times, on a, any given Sunday morning and expect to sit under your teaching, uh, to hear you open the Word, to share insights, to help people draw closer to uh, God and their understanding of Him, their relationship to Him, and um, all that is in the abundance of what it means to be a, a believer washed in the blood. I, I'm, I'm curious for you. Um, even as a man who has degrees and uh, a strong theological background, what have some of the takeaways been for you through this experience in, in walking Donna through her cancer diagnosis, the impact on your family? When you have your quiet moments, and I know I'm asking you something terribly personal here, but when you have your quiet moments and get along with God, through this experience, what have some of been the the takeaways that you've that you've had that you've walked away with that you've learned or grown from? I spent a lot of time in the Psalms during the pandemic. Good place to be. Um, <laughs> I, I I think before Donna was diagnosed, I had already begun sending out a devotional to my congregation. I think I was doing two at a time, two per week rather. Of, I called them uh, Psalms for a Pandemic, and uh, just just working through a portion of a psalm or, or a whole psalm in its application. And, you know, I'm, I'm more convinced than ever uh, of God's gracious uh, giving to us of, of that songbook, um, because uh, it, it speaks to us, uh, particularly, I think, in our in our times of crisis. Um, Psalm 46 of uh, uh, knowing that God is my refuge and strength and help uh, has been such a, a blessing. Um, and knowing from Psalm 56 that uh, when we're afraid, and there certainly were times of fear mm. as to what's going on, uh, that there's a God we can put our trust in. Um, I, I, I know that the Lord has worked in my heart uh, to deepen uh, my faith, um, and I know that in prayer uh, there have been um, significant blessings of uh, more extended times of prayer with Him, um, and I, I appreciate so much that I can come before the Lord and I can just lay my heart bare. I, I, I don't have to pretend that I've got it together or that my faith is super strong. Mm. I can come and say, Lord, I do believe, but help me in my unbelief. You know, I, I, I do believe you're loving and good and all that you do is right. Um, but there are days when you're going through something like this, it, it just seems so hard. Uh, and it's hard to see what God is doing other than just making life very difficult for you at the time. And uh, I, I'm so thankful that the Lord never turns away an honest prayer. And He is always ready to receive us in our weakness and then give us strength through His Spirit and through His Word. Um, that, that strengthening has, uh, has been just a great gift. Um, I, I just want to say one, one other thing that I've really learned from this whole situation. Um, that your listeners can keep in mind going forward is a very practical thing. Being a full-time caregiver and holding down a full-time job is just absolutely exhausting. And for those of us who know others that are giving full-time care, um, they need to be a real object of not just our prayers, but of our practical help. Um, and, you know, we've, we've only done this for, you know, since March. Um, but there are others that uh, provide full-time care for years. And it's an exhausting endeavor. I'm, I'm so thankful for my church uh, and the provisions they made for me. Uh, and, uh, but, 
but there's a lot of people out there that don't have that kind of fortunate experience. And we need to remember to love them in very practical ways. Um, yeah, that's, I, I that's would, my little sermonette for the moment. I, I would concur with you that there, the, the extension of um, not just grace shown toward them and patience, but love and support in as many practical ways as we can be. I mean, and, you know, I realize with COVID, sometimes there's a lot of restrictions on what we can do. But boy, even if it's something as easy as saying, you know, I know you're busy caring for your spouse, but can I go run an errand for you? Uh, can I go do the grocery shopping for you? I, can I take the car up the street to the to the corner gas station and fill it with gasoline for you? Those simple things may seem to be no big deal, but to the person in that full-time caring position who's having every ounce of their energy being devoted to caring for their loved one, dealing with oftentimes medical-related issues of which we're totally foreign to us and we're suddenly now in that role of of being caretaker, caregiver, and nurse practitioner all at once, along with the day-to-day duties of paying the bills and keeping the household up and functioning and just all that goes with living life, doing all that we can to reach out to an individual or a family that's dealing with that kind of a challenge can oftentimes be the difference between make it and break it. And so often you hear stories of caregivers who at the end of uh, that experience um, ha- have have suffered themselves. Their own health has suffered severely because of just so much of the stress and pressure and time that's been brought to bear where they just are in a position that they can't get any relief. There's The, the, the Calvary is not behind them uh, showing up on white horses, but you can be uh, that Calvary that can do that and uh, race in in ways in which you can, great and small, be 